back. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and we are back. The gang is all back together with a brand new episode of TGIF. <laughs> We're here to spill the tea, break down the biggest headlines in the news and all over social media. So sit back, relax, get ready to sip this hot tea. I miss my co-hosts. I miss the messiness. I miss y'all. What's up, Al Reynolds? What's and going what's on, up, Claudia? Dineva? What's up, fellas? What's going on, Claudia? Let me tell you something, baby. <laughs> you, I forgot you were there. <laughs> cannot leave for as long as you did ever again. Cause baby, you left and the house almost burnt down, bitch. Okay. Like on all the blogs, all the mess, all the drama. I'm like, Lord have mercy. We need to get the band back together. And <laughs> soulmates are happy that the band is back together tonight. I, I just yeah. want to say thank you because um I, I was off the grid for a while. I couldn't use my phone at all. And then at one point I was able to use some kind of so like electronics and I was getting cursed out. They're like, if you can post a picture, you could be doing the show. And it was crazy. And um uh, uh, I, I definitely miss you guys. And Al, I saw you get into it. Um uh, I, you was holding your own though. I, I gotta say there was a lot I going that on. From the Claudia Jordan School of Media. <laughs> You're gonna come in my house. No, I'm kidding. I hope the powers that be see that what we have is not about just plugging people in. It is about the chemistry that we have. And there were some great people that definitely held it down. Shout out to Carolina. She did a fantastic job. I think she's a great host. Shout mm -hmm. out to T.S. Madison. Oh, yeah, and there were a few fun. more the people that came through. So Carlos came through. Dr. Heavenly Carlos. came through. Anybody else? Did I miss anybody else? Thank you for, for holding well, I didn't. I wasn't able to view the quad show, but I hear mm -hmm. quad did a great job. You know, it was just weird because all three of us were out across these yeah. three weeks. I had foot surgery, Al had oral surgery, and then you had your business stuff that you were handling. But we back together, y'all. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get back into it. How was everybody's weekend? What did y'all do? Funky? I, I I need to know what's up with, with your love life and your business. And Al, are you getting any in LA yet? What's happening? <laughs> I'm gonna let you go first. Um, I went cross country. <laughs> I went across the country to see a man. A man about a dog, or a man, a man about, about a dog? A, a man about a dog, a house, <laughs> yeah. and a future. Um, oh, oh. Yes, that's why you're looking I, all fresh. I had, oh. I had, I had an amazing weekend. Funky in love is so weird because he's used to him being bitter and mad. And <laughs> look at him. He looking at his all, he all demure. His little right. <laughs> Al, anything new with you? Well, you know, I was recovering from surgery this weekend, but I do want to send a shout out to uh, my Bowie State University um, students and family and alumni and friends. We know they had a shooting on campus this past weekend at their uh, homecoming. And just across the board, this is the third shooting at a historically black college and university in the DMV. It started out at Howard where there was that big fight that we reported on to the Morgan State University where there was two two shootings there we reported on. And I'm, I'm sharing now that Bowie State University had two shootings at their homecoming. And my prayers just goes out to everyone. Luckily, it wasn't amongst the students. Um, it was people that came on campus for the activities, and it's just sad that uh, these types of things are happening across the board at all our HBCUs. So prayers and shout outs to all the family and friends, too. Oh, 
I did not miss the bad news. Coming back to a war, shootings, all kind of stuff. All right, but we are here to cheer everybody up and not bring everybody down. What are y'all drinking? Are y'all drinking tonight? Are we still on that BS? What are we doing? No, I'm, I'm drinking uh, H2O, but I'm drinking it in a fancy glass. If that, <laughs> oh, honey, you know, you know, when you in love, honey, you got to drink out your fancy glasses, honey. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Mm. And Al, Al you, nope, you probably nope, got antibiotics, right? Yep, I got two more days of antibiotics, but I'm going to tell you, I need a drink after this week. So, yes, tea, hot tea right now. I can't say, I can't share what I was working on, but it was a lot of, it was very, very rough. And I went through a lot. That's almost say. So I might be down in Miami soon. We might have to all meet up. Bring your ass. Drink. Come on. Have some drinks. We'll get, we'll get on the boat and all that good stuff. Okay, let's do it. All right, y'all. I've been wanting to say this for almost a month now. Let's get into the show. Uh, Drake recently read Joe Buttons to shreds after Buttons labels him as an old head that's trying to appeal to youngins while trashing his new album for all the dogs. Now, in a lengthy post, Drake wrote, Joe Button, you have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip because that is what you actually pay your bills. He also added, for any artist watching this, just remember, you are watching a failure give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. All right, y'all, what are your thoughts on this beef between Drake and Joe Buttons? And can you blame Drake for going in? Or do you think it was justified what Joe Button said? Al, what do you think? Listen, you know, I'm not that in tune with Drake's music like that. I'm not buying his albums, but I am listening to him commercially on the radio and on Pandora and in the clubs. And that to me is all cool, but I don't know Drake music like that. However, this response from a 51-time Grammy-nominated artist who is a billionaire is giving me a hit dog, Will Holler. Sorry, it's what it's giving to me. And why would you have a response to someone who you claim is, is, is useless in the music industry, right? Pretty much has no credibility. And he's never even won a Grammy before. And I think maybe only nominated twice. Now, this I will say, though, I have to side on the side of Ebro in the morning, and I think he put it best. He said Joe Budden didn't fail at music because he could still make beauty. He, he's, he could still make music. He said Budden chose not to play the game that they are forced to play as artists and as, as, as music makers. And he wasn't that interested in sacrificing out what he really wanted to produce for climbing charts and staying relevant in the music industry. That I totally agree with. And I'm still confused why Drake is spending so much time addressing someone who he claims is a loser. Okay. Uh, Q, what do you think? You know, um, Al, I hear you 100%. I don't know that I'm buying that Joe Button stopped making music because he didn't want to play the game. Right. Joe Button had that one hit, Pump It Up, and I promise you, I don't know no other song outside of Pump It Up. Drake read him to smithereens, and it was so nice, nasty. And y'all, this is how you read people. You don't have to grab stuff you read people with their truth and the funny thing about it is i thought about it we sit in the commentary space right but i do think there's some legitimacy to what drake is saying when you are a retired rapper sitting in a commentary space commenting on rappers like he said a failure want to talk about a recipe for success had Button just been a civilian, I think things would be better. But because you are somebody with a sketchy rap history, 
it kind of does make you look a little flaw critiquing the rap people and you ain't even got nothing worth critiquing your own self. So at first, when I first got back to civilization and caught wind of this, I was like, okay, you know, Joe, I was on the, on the side of shut up Joe buttons, you know, as he's told me before, shut up, Claudia, shut up Joe buttons. You're just bitching again. Like you usually do. You're a hater. But then I went and looked and started seeing what the, the T was on Drake's album. A lot of people are kind of on the same page saying this is not his best work and his albums have been getting progressively worse. Now, I know this album is more singing than rapping. And Drake did kind of tease this album as being like some of his best work or he's going back to old Drake and it wasn't. So I think some fans were let down by it. Here's a problem. Here's an issue. We are in the commentary space. We speak on things that we ain't been through or we're not good at ourselves. And I think everyone's entitled. And yes, Joe Buttons did not have the rap career that he probably wanted to. He did have a couple hits back in the day. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have the right to critique. He can critique. He's mm. actually really, he's actually one of the top podcasters in the game. And as much crap as he's talked and we've bumped our heads, I got to give credit where credit is due. He's actually really good mm. at that. He's amazing I, at that. I, I do think it's the messenger. I think it's, I, a, I think it's the messenger real quick. I just think it's the messenger because he comes up annoying and it's easy to say, well, you only had your one song. I feel you on that too. Go ahead. Go ahead I need you to stop sitting up here lying and talking about he had a couple hits. If he had okay, one. name them, because I only I only know Pump It Up. Pump and it I'm up. Not, That's I'm not up. being funny. I only know Pump It Up. No, well, you're he right. Nomin- he was nominated for two Grammys now. We're not going to, we're not going to degrade. Was he? Man. Yeah, nominated for two Grammys. He didn't but win. Pump It Up. He was? Oh, Pump It Up. Oh, I didn't know that. Hey, I was trying to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to be nice because he do be mad on that podcast. But you know what? We're going to listen to Drake's album. We're going to see what we think about it. But um, he has a right to say something and Drake has a right to read. But Drake, he, he read like... It was very personal for him. The read was, it was yeah. very, you, you could yeah. tell it hit him in his soul. Well, they've been feuding, they've been feuding for a while, right? But I'm going to go to what Vanessa House says. She said, that's real, Al. His opinion should be irrelevant if he's washed up or on a lower. And Denise Johnson said, everybody's sick of Joe saying, draw attention to his podcast. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, his job is to That's go his by. job. So I, I, we can't argue with him about that. And, and I know we got to move on to the next topic, but I just wanted to add, like, to make this argument fair on both sides, right? Because, you know, I've, I've had, you know, I've had my opinions on these people. Drake, though, he kind of turns the people off with this album. Coming for Halle Berry, remember she asked to not have her picture used, mm-hmm. that slime you out thing. Mm-hmm. Then he was, like, throwing shots. People think at Rihanna on his album. So I think he's a little sensitive because people haven't come for him to this album. And I think I think Joe Buttons hit a nerve. I think they both hit nerves on each other. It was a oh, hit dog will holler. Hmm? Hit dog will holler. Nerve sixty nine. Both nerves were <laughs> tickles. Okay. Anyway, social media. <laughs> social media is outraged after a video surfaced on the internet of Kevin Gates spitting in a fan's mouth during a concert. Y'all people are disgusting. Check this out. Open your mouth. <laughs> I, I hate seeing spit, male juice, and a couple other things. I'm just, I cannot. And spitting in someone's mouth. Mm. Q is having a visceral, a, a visceral mm. reaction to this. Q, you're grossed out by this, Mr. Mm. 
antics all over the place. Yes, that that is it's just nasty. It's why? Why? Just why? Like I, 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 y'all, I'm a little under the weather. I could sit here and 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 read this man. I'm not even gonna go there. Just why? Like who took a shower, put on their good clothes, went to sound check, and said, you know what, tonight. Instead of doing my backflip, that eight count I learned, and my double cha-cha, I'ma mess them up. I'ma spit in one lucky fan's mouth. Like, and I'm not even mad with him because Kevin does his little Kevin things. You nasty bitch. And she's pregnant. She's pregnant. If I was her man, yes, I'd beat her. We don't condone violence, but I'd have told her ass up when she got home. That is nasty. It's oh. just nasty. Al, Al, Freaky Al, what do you think? Well, look, well, you guys know I'm a Kevin Gates fan, and you know that Kevin Gates did say in his in his media tour that some things were going to be disruptive on this tour that we can expect, and I'm assuming, you know, this one act was was that. Now, this is my only thing. This was dumb. All right. This is simply not smart. Freaky. Yes. But smart never. We gotta remember, guys, that 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 saliva is DNA. And DNA can be used to press charges. This young lady, although she consented or allegedly consented, she could develop symptoms or illness and can change her minds because of a symptom of some type of illness, right? And then she he opens himself up to become to the liability of being sued. And it's something he can't ignore. It's something he can't say didn't happen. There's tons of footage and there's tons of media coverage of it. The second thing is you got to remember that saliva, there's passing of two main STDs from saliva, and that is herpes, simplex one, and HPV. And that is, you know, something that you have to get tested for and know whether you got it, received it, or have it, right? So I just don't think that this is very smart. Freaky, yes, Kevin, and we know you're sex positive, but smart, absolutely not. And I know you're on tour, and I know you're going to go through the state of Ohio, but please don't try this in the state of Ohio because they have very, very strong laws regarding transmission as well as exposure uh, through saliva on things from stuff like this. And just a quick reminder, Kevin Gates proudly talks about how he drinks pee and all this people licking everybody's booty hole now. Uh, you could, uh, and you pregnant, you pre you dirty whore, you, uh, you smut bucket. That is, a, I'm trying not to curse y'all. <laughs> it's really hard, but damn y'all, this is so, uh, don't you want to spit funky? Like <clears throat> thinking about this? It's, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's gross because We've all made out with somebody before and you get a little taste of what their mouth's got going on. And we've all had unpleasant kisses before. I'm just sitting here trying to imagine what a mouthful of somebody else is. Go to the next thing, Claudia. We're going to go to commercial break. I'm going to go rinse my mouth out with some salt water. This is disgusting. Coming up next, Jason Derulo speaks out against sexual harassment claims and later find out why Kim Kardashian is team Tristan Thompson. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to TJF. I got to share something with y'all. During the commercial break, we have our, y'all know we have Joyce and you know we have Justin uh, and we have we have uh, Destiny and other people that are innocent, but two of the names I mentioned, y'all know, they was really low-key kind of arguing for the spitting in the mouth. and I, Right? Well, I think he was saying, what's the difference then if you were kissing or what's the difference if someone spits on their piece before you perform oral sex? So I'm going to agree with, I think, Tony Robinson in the chat because he said those this particular situation is a non-sexual relationship. So by me kissing someone or tonguing someone and, and swapping saliva is a chosen act that I agreed to that I was sexually interested in or sexually yeah, that's, yeah, we're talking about a yeah stranger. You know, when you're down with someone, you do all kinds of stuff. But I just want to say one of those people's names that I mentioned is really about that life. <laughs> she tried to throw Justin out the. I know. I'm, try, I'm, no, I'm trying to leave it. I actually want people to, to keep it classy. I actually want people to think it may have been Joyce, but you just said he. I, I wanted people to think it may have been Joyce. Joyce <laughs> Look at is into her crab legs and her, you know, just her smoking. Some, that's all. Just, and working just, out. She'll spit on some crab legs, won't she? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Derulo, who is speaking out against sexual harassment claims after an aspiring singer alleged that she had been pressured to have sex with him and was fired when she refused. Take a look at this. I wouldn't normally comment, but these claims are completely false and hurtful. I stand against all forms of harassment and I remain supportive of anybody following their dreams. I've always strived to live my life in a positively impactful way. And that's why I sit here before you deeply offended by these defamatory claims. Any thoughts on these allegations, Al? Do you believe him? Um, no, I don't. Um, and, 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 and he could be 100% uh, not guilty, but the way that came across saying felt planned. It felt rehearsed. It didn't seem genuine. It was too well lit and he was too prepared. Um, when you are trying to get on the side of, of someone's empathy or sympathy, you really have to be careful of the environment, the speech pattern and what you say and how it comes across. Now, like I said, he could be 110% not guilty, but it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel like it with that um with that explanation oh but you like i, I get you got to be prepared because you're a big star i guess but it didn't give authentic funky right. do you agree with that or do you think it, it gave it authentic no i agree with miss hollywood in the chat she says it's uh he's reading a teleprompter he was and it, it was and i'm deeply offended <laughs> i strive to help other artists <laughs> and that is why I'm like, who even reads Wrote like that? Like, speak right. with the normal cadence and speak from the heart when you're apologizing. Put some bullet points and speak from the heart. <clears throat> here's, here's the thing, guys. You know, the Me Too movement taught me that when a woman says that she's been assaulted, that I'm supposed to blindly side with her. That's what I got from the Me Too movement, that we're not supposed to re-traumatize somebody by questioning their claims so on and so forth that we're supposed to follow this woman and believe what they say. And so I'm finna me too with her, I guess. And she said it happened. So I guess we're supposed to support her. Um, 
I'm going to say it does happen a lot more often than we we think. And I think a lot of times these celebs get away with it because we're like, oh, gold digger. She just wants money. But they get away with so much that people don't say because people are afraid. All I know is I don't know the details of this case. I just got back in the country, but it did get very, very, very fake. Oh, it, no, gave, yeah. it, it did yeah. not feel real at all. It felt like he... It, Listen, I've been in some Tubi movies. I know bad acting when I see it because I've done it. Okay. But he was just so like, I'm deeply offended. Hey, let's all say I'm deeply offended in our best acting. Let's, let's give the acting try. Who wants to go first? Okay. Hugh, you've been on the stage a lot. <clears throat> give, me a, give me a sorry or I'm offended or I didn't do it. I'm going to give you Angela Bassett deeply offended. <laughs> and I'm deeply offended. Oh, that's so aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Oscar. Okay, yeah. I think I would be like, and I'm deeply offended. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> um, hold on, let me go back to my two B days. Mm-hmm. I'm deeply offended. <laughs> oh, that is guilty. <laughs> and Claudia, speaking of Tubi, I saw this, I saw a clip the other day. Why you shot that little child? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Why you came home from prison and shot that baby? <laughs> I told my man to wait for me like I waited for him. He said yes. I said, when we get out, when you, I get out, we're going to start a family. He said yes. When I get out, the one person he's with is the parole officer. I went to jail for shooting, so everyone got to die. And let me tell you, the movie's good. It's just the last part. The editing is so janky that people think. And the uh, Snoop Dogg posted it, Michael Blackson. Uh, they, that has been all over social media. Everyone's like, now, Claudia, why you have to shoot the kid? I want to know. I, I When I watched it, Claudia, I want to say that you told the director we need to shoot them all. Is that true? I did suggest that. <laughs> I did add the I knew you probably back. suggested let's kill them all for effect. Hey, I did worked, the, stomp the stomping wasn't in the script, and, I, and I, the kid, we had him say, I'm just a kid. It wasn't really in there. So, yeah, guilty. Okay, anyway, <laughs> good job, y'all. Good job. Hey, a funeral home in Colorado was on investigation after more than 115 human remains were found being improperly stored in, on the property. Now, according to officials, the body conditions are atrocious and will need to be identified through DNA. As of now, it is unclear what the funeral home was planning to do with the deceased bodies. Funky, I'm going to you first. What are your thoughts on this shocking story? Like, this is disgusting. Well, you know, I I'm really baffled by this, right? Because all the funerals that I go to, I watch the body go into the ground. Mm -hmm. So I'm just confused at how they could stockpile this many bodies. Now, I'm smart enough to realize, okay, maybe you were supposed to cremate some of these people's bodies and you gave some of these people kitty litter or whatever. But it, it would just seem to me 115 bodies is a lot of damn bodies and i know good and well that all of these could not have been people who assumed their loved ones were being cremated um it's weird it's giving the funeral home was probably trying to cut corners or maybe their incinerator broke 15 years ago i mean it, but it, it's definitely given you know we trying to keep all the profit and just throw them bodies in the back in the closet <laughs> oh, al what do you think well, I think the key element behind this story, Q, is to understand that this funeral home does what's called green burials. So that means they don't use any type of embalming fluid. They don't use any chemicals to stop anything. They have this rule at, at green burials that you're not allowed to use anything. While they're waiting for cremation or while they're waiting to be put in the, in the ground, 
You just, there's nothing to be used on them. So what happens in this particular case, you have to put them somewhere and you can't put them, you either have to put them in a refrigerator that's big enough, but obviously they couldn't do that. They didn't have a refrigerator big enough for this. And this is what happens when you do green burials. And I refuse to believe that that funeral home is that active and that busy that they got 115 people waiting to be buried. Most people bury bodies within a week or two. So for them to have 115 bodies stockpile, I mean, they, 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 they would be the billionaire funeral home if they had that much business. There's definitely some foul play going on here. I we think there's probably, there's probably some side eyes is going on. But remember with green barrels, you have to put them in the ground in 24 hours. If you don't put them in the ground in 24 hours, you have to take them somewhere and you have to store them until they're ready for cremation or until they are, you know, ready for burial. You know, what we do know from this particular case is that they not, they're not, you know, under any type of investigation for any wrongdoing based on what the burial homes business model and what they say they do. We have someone from Colorado Springs in the comment, Rescue Dog Mama said, Colorado Springs resident here. This was incredibly sad. This was a natural place, awful owners. And Sandra Nicole said, is that where the leg is? <laughs> That's probably where that leg is. That is probably where that leg is. That's probably where that leg is. <laughs> hey y'all, a young Florida boy is kicking off Halloween a little early after he was spotted scaring his neighborhood while dressed like the artificial intelligence doll Megan from the horror film Megan. Take a look. <laughs> All right, what would you guys do if you came across this little demon in your neighborhood, Al? Would you scared or would you laugh at it? Ah, that's scary. Uh, yeah, I would laugh at it. You know Halloween is one of my favorite times. You guys know it's my favorite season. I love Halloween, and I can't wait till we decide. What are we deciding this year, guys? What are we deciding we're going to do? Have we decided? We have to dress up, you guys. I want to see what you... You were Jesus last year, and now I was ever going to do. And I absolutely hate Halloween. I I, I, I hate it. I Call me a Grinch. Call me a bitter old person. Bitter I, old I person. like, damn, you're just too damn old to be grown dressing up. I, I, I hate Halloween. But it was so funny last time. It, like, it was uh, funny last time, but don't give me nothing complicated if we dressing up this year. Some, let me do something I can do with some arts and crafts that's in the house already. I know Al likes it because like that's when you get to dress like a little slatch. Yeah, have, what's a have slatch? Your, have your body out there in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next, uh, coming up next, Kim Kardashian is in full support of Tristan Thompson. And later, Tia Mari opens up about dating challenges post-divorce. Stay tuned. Hit that button. Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, y'all, oh, Halloween's coming up. And real quick, I want the soulmates to put in the chat who they would like us to dress up as uh, for Halloween. We had some off mic suggestions, but we want to hear what the soulmates would like us. So say funky, who you want to be, Al, Claudia. We would love to take your suggestions into consideration. And who knows? All right, y'all, let's get into a way to save some money. You know, things are tough for some people, for a lot of people right now. So every year we all pledge to save more and spend less. But how are you supposed to save when you're paying inflated prices for everyday essentials like gas, 
and groceries. Well, you can't just cut those purchases out of your budget. But now, thanks to my 2023 Money Back Hack, you can get cash back from them with Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, I get cash back on every purchase. It's my secret weapon for staying on track with my savings goals. Now, Upside does offset inflated prices by giving you cash back on your purchases. So it really can add up. So I highly, highly recommend that you download the app and, and see for yourself. Funky, when and where do you use Upside? I use Upside to put gas in my rich automobile. Um, <laughs> that I can barely afford to pay the car note on. So Upside definitely helps me. I, I tell y'all all the time, you know, the push notifications that you get from Upside are a lifesaver because they it, it points you in the direction of nearby facilities where you can utilize the app to get the discounts and to get the, the, the savings. And so that's where I use it the most on the gas side. And I definitely, since we've been um, advertising the product and, you know, using it, I have definitely reaped financial benefits from using Upside for Gas. Very nice. And Al, when we talk about how easy is it, how easy is the app to use? Let me tell you how, how super easy it is. Do you know that the Upside <clears throat> is great at show you what you get? So as it relates to gas, as it relates to restaurant, as it relates to grocery, you put into Upside how much you spend mm -hmm. each, much, each month in each category, and it will shoot back to you based on their recommendations how much you can save that month. I love that show and tell concept. So if anybody is really interested in saving money and getting it back, Upside puts their money where their mouth is. All right, now fellas, what do y'all plan on doing with all your cash back? Buying more groceries and restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Buying plane tickets and traveling out of town. <clears throat> okay, well to get started, download the free Upside app, use promo code TGIF, that's T-E-A-G-I-F, and get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, then pay as usual with a credit card or debit card. Follow the steps in the app and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code TEAGIF to get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using promo code T-E-A-G-I-F. I think this is fantastic and you should not miss out on this. Promotional consideration furnished by Upside. Okay, let's get back to the topics, but I'm also seeing the suggestions. That some of them are trying to be shady. They said Funky could be Chloe Bailey and then someone else <laughs> said Funky should be J.J. Evans. Um, Al dress up as Drake. Funky, uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Destiny's Child, Alice, Dr. <laughs> Heavenly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got some shady ass soulmates. <laughs> Just no loyalty. Q as Smokey from Friday, Al as Carlton Banks, and Claudia as Felicia from Friday. Damn, okay. All right, y'all, we, we, we'll take a we look. We got some good ones. We got some good suggestions. Those are cute. Okay. Hey, Kim Kardashian is receiving backlash for recently hyping up Tristan Thompson after he cheated on her sister, Chloe multiple times. Kim said, we've had our talks about it, and we've had our fights about it, and we've had our arguments about it, but he's also shown so many decent things and just has been a really good person and friend. When he saw me struggling with my kids, he stepped up. Now, would you guys befriend your sister's ex if you cheated on them multiple times during their relationship? Uh, Al? 
Hell no, hell no, hell no. You hurt me. You hurt, if you hurt my sister, you hurt me. And you're not gonna be toting my my nephews around and my nieces around and all that bull crap. All that all that is just simply bull crap. I mean, clearly this is setting us up. We know that Tristan and Chloe are probably going to get back together if they're not back together already. And Kim Kardashian just setting the stage for us to take it more lightly or help her sister not get all that pushback for taking him back like this by saying, oh, he's a great guy. He helps out with the kids and all that type of stuff. If you've needed food for your kids, Kim, you got tons of people to help you with that. You got an entire staff of security, drivers, maids, etc. Don't Don't try to make me believe that. I'm, I'm just not buying none of it. Okay, I hear you. Uh, Key, what do you think? You know, it's weird because I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Granted, Chloe and Tristan were never married, but that's just like the uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like your aunt married a man, y'all got kids. He's still part of the family. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still going to be around for the next eternity. They've got kids together. Um, so why not find a way to move past the infidelity? I gotta see you. You're gonna be in your kids' lives. You're gonna be in my kids' lives. Um, and as far as befriending them, I mean, hell, Chloe keep taking them back. Well, her sister leave. That makes sense. You know, I don't think Kim meant harm by saying this, but I could see how it would negatively affect other people just by default, just, just because, right? Like, um, the sister of the other baby mama, the first one, Jordan, her sister, I think her name is Jordan. She was like, Okay, Kim, that's that's cool. He's nice to you, but he ignores his other kid. Like he doesn't do. So it's funny he can do all this stuff for your kids and pick up slack in your household. But you know, try to be more sensitive to another woman that's going through something where he's not there for the other kids at all. And uh, Marley, I don't think has Tris even met Marley's kid. The, the last one he had. That's that's not that's none of Kim business though. That's not. No, that, that's, I know. That's like that sister. She's out of line. I don't, I don't owe it to you to be accommodating to your feelings and your situation. I don't know you, girl. I don't know you. I don't. I owe guess you I'm that. just, I'm thinking I'm like on some girl code stuff though. You know, like you see another woman that's another mother who's not really getting her needs met. You, I don't know. That would, I would think she'd have some kind of sympathy for that. But I hear you. You're just protecting your sister, I guess. <clears throat> um, but yeah, people was mad about it. All right, y'all. Keep it locked because coming up next, Tia Maui gets candid about dating post divorce, and later Sherry Shepard shares her thoughts on. Sexy red. Oh, that's another suggestion, Funky. Someone has said for you to be sexy red for, for Halloween. <laughs> I can't. I can't get that. <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Make sure you hit that like button, and we see about over six thousand people in the chat. A couple like 6,300, 6, So thank you very much. All right, Tia Maui is clapping back at the naysayers after opening up about the challenges of dating since divorcing her ex-husband, Corey Hardwick. Now, Tia said, just because the dating life is complicated doesn't mean I'm going to go back to something that no longer served me. That's like saying if I don't book an audition or a part right away, I'm going to give up my dreams as an actor. Please stop. I ain't that weak. Please move on because I have. Thank you. Next. Does Tia have a point, Q? She most definitely has a point. Um, I don't know. Just her words seem so insensitive yeah. to Corey. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know why I have this mental vision that Corey is like sitting somewhere in like a one bedroom apartment in LA, like broke and crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just and 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 essentially what she's saying is hell would freeze over before I go back to him. And that's gotta be a hard thing to hear in the press, especially from someone who did not want the divorce. You know what I'm saying? Some from one who was divorced. Um, it, it just reads a little insensitive, but you know, it's her life. She can she can do and say whatever she wants, I guess. All right. Al, what are your thoughts on this? I agree with Funky on this hundred percent. I think she just needs to stop talking about her relationship in in the press altogether. <clears throat> Those two sisters, you know, we've we've grown up. Well, I've seen I've seen them grown up grow up considering I'm much older than them and I've always kind of leaned on those ladies as example when it comes to self-empowerment and motivational and enlightening and then th to hear these type of comments come out of her mouth just didn't hit well for me so I, I gotta agree with Funky on this one like kind of lay out the media talking about your marriage because it just makes you look like you're not as far along or as well developed in this departure as you may want to be perceived as. Maria said, welcome to the modern dating pool. It sucks. Uh, yes, it does. I, I will say this. When I got from her, um, what she's saying about it, she they got a divorce, right? And she's like going back out in the dating world already, which whatever. And she's like, oh my God, it's terrible. I didn't realize it. It was beautiful when he was doing it, but I still don't want to go back to him. So that tells me that I, I kind of have to give them both a little bit of credit because maybe something really bad happened between them and neither one of them has really thrown each other on the bus and saying what it was. So I, I am glad mm. that they're not getting that messy, like throwing shots, but not telling you exactly what happened. Like she's like, I, I'm not going back to it. And that's all y'all need to know. So I hope they keep that up and it doesn't get ugly where he's like, well, she did this and he's, and he cheated and she did this. You know, I will say they are behaving and you know, they told her. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but girl, it is horrible on these streets, except for funky. So I don't know if there's any way y'all can make that work to get back together. Well, y'all right, go, go to New Orleans and get y'all a man like I did. <laughs> is this the first time you said this online? Is this your first? Is this? Did you just make it official? Official saying you're man and actually, this is probably the first time he has shared Claudia he... that he went across the country to to. To see his boyfriend, yeah. Oh, so it's a full. On to the next thing, child. Well, I've been gone. I've been wanting to hear the tea. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you offline. I don't tell these nosy bitches my business. Y'all won't. Y'all won't tell my damn relationship, bitch. Okay. All right, y'all. In extraterrestrial news, Amazon is offering one million dollars to any resident in the U.S. who can provide unmodified scientific proof of a real extraterrestrial being on their indoor or outdoor ring device. You know, everybody's always editing the videos. I get so sick and tired of that. Just give us the real footage. What are your thoughts on this contest, Al? Hey, I think this is brilliant. Actually, this is this is this needs to be studied at like Harvard Business School or one of the great business schools because this is awesome cross-promotional advertising and marketing at its highest level. We know that Amazon owns the ring like company. It's a security company, so they own it. So without endorsing them and having all of their users go to them, they created a contest to in, to to cross-promote so that they could share revenue. Brilliant, brilliant, well done, super smart. Okay, Funky? I definitely believe it's brilliant to, to Al's point. 
Um, I'm just not in the mood for these crazy ass UFO X Files people. You know that that's a crazy faction of the world, and I'm just not ready for my timeline to be flooded out with all of these uh, fake alien sightings. And I don't know that I'm ready for uh, this UFO thing to be reignited with all the other stuff that we got going on in the U.S. right now. But it, it is great marketing for the company, and um, yeah. I kind of want to see some good, some real footage because I've been seeing. It seems like every time someone spots Bigfoot, the Loch Ness monster, or aliens, it's always grainy footage, and they always turn it off and then go back. I would love to see some real footage. All right. In other news, Ed Sheeran confirmed with GQ that he has his own grave built in his backyard. That's hella weird. Now he said it's a hole that's dug in the ground with a bit of stone over it. So whenever the day comes and I pass away. I get to go in there. People think it's really weird and really morbid, but I've had friends die without wills and no one knows what to do. Now, is this a smart idea? And would you be open to building a grave in your backyard? Funky, you look really, your soul looks bothered by this. So what do you, <laughs> you know, uh, white people just don't know how to cope. What the hell you mean? I've had people die without wills and they know what to do. You go, you go to the funeral home <laughs> You go to the funeral home and you sell plates to raise money to bury the damn person. I mean, there's a script for this. What do you mean you don't know what to do? We know what to do with the body part. You know, then we don't we, we we might not know what to do with the money and the assets and all that stuff, but at a minimum, wherever you die, we get the yellow pages and call a couple of funeral homes and ask them how much and how many programs I get with that. And do that come with a family car? <laughs> uh, like, like we know what to do, Ed Sharon. This is just crazy. It, it's creepy, and um, I question his true motives for this because yeah, you built you you dug this hole on this property, but who's to say that is this a property he owns? Who's yes. to say, who's, who's to say that you're going to still have the property twenty years from now? I mean, oh, that's a good point, Funky. I never thought about that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking it's a tax, a tax write-off thing. Because if you have a grave in your backyard, I wonder how it works if you like prehab it. Because if you put a, you know, you can get away with a lot of taxes, your tax burden. If you have a grave in your backyard, you know that's what Donald Trump did and buried Ivanka, Trump, Ivanka Trump on that damn golf course by herself with no stone. <laughs> Al, what do you think about this? You think he do it for taxes? What do you think? I don't know. I, I could imagine that he may have, Claudia, now that you bring it up. And cute, both of y'all bring up two incredible points. But this particular thing, putting my body in the backyard, that's not for me. But I've said this on the show before. I think preparing for your funeral day is is cool. Like you guys know, I want to do an end of life video or you call it a memorial video where at the funeral I'm going to come on and I'm going to invite you know welcome people to my funeral and tell them kind of you know my thoughts and stuff Houdini said black folks we go with fish and spaghetti plates and spaghetti Al, plates yes honey you know Al come on at now. a funeral Al you know when black people ain't got no money to bury their body we start selling plates <laughs> I, I I gotta be honest I have never gone to a funeral where a plate was sold Al, no you don't Al. oh my god Al you know you can be so white sometimes Jesus Christ <laughs> what, what are you we're not talking we're talking about <laughs> ain't gonna be no funeral if we don't sell no plates Al we selling plates to raise money to bury the person okay got it so before you get to the funeral you purchased a plate 
What are y'all y'all playing with me right now? Like I know people, I, Al, I am not people, the only person that don't know what the hell you're talking about. People don't have insurance. Oftentimes okay. in the black community, we have to do a fundraiser in order to raise money to bury them. Got and it. in many communities, people sell plates. The family sells the place. Okay, I got it. All right. I just don't want anyone to put me on a t-shirt with them ghetto clouds in my face, like just come out the clouds and look it up. Like I hate those those t-shirts. All right, y'all coming up, Sherry Shepard shares her thoughts on Pound Town Sensation. <laughs> Sexy Red, Funky's favorite rapper. Find out why when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Why are they in the comments talking about Al's upbringing, being rich and having life insurance and not knowing nothing about selling plates? They said, Al is bougie. That's all horse pasture, Virginia. They are equestrians with land and stuff. <laughs> they have life insurance. <laughs> I do remember it, people coming around and selling you life insurance. Now that, that happened all the time at church. We have no money for that. We sell, we sell plates. They granny only has, when granny died and she only got $600 in her account, and the funeral home said they'll hold the body for two weeks. We got to do what we got to do. So we start selling plates to get granny in the ground. Okay, that's a lot of plates. Yeah. All right, get your insurance, y'all. All right, in a recent <laughs> appearance on The Breakfast Club, Sherry Shepard had a few questions about Sexy Red's viral song, Pound Town. Sherry asked, when did just getting money and showing your booty hole to dudes become sexy? Me? I come from the school of let them imagine something. Don't just come and show him everything. When did your booty become the emphasis now? What are your thoughts? Al, I know you're chomping at the bit to speak on this one. I love I know I like when you say booty holes. This sounds funny. Oh, booty holes. Booty holes. <laughs> you know, Sherry and I are about the same age. So I'm, I'm with her on this. But guys, guess what? The other day she hit me up and I, I sent this to Joyce, actually. She hit me up and she sent a picture of a post of a clip of us talking about her on the show. And she was like, thanks for the love and support. So shout out to Sherry Shepard and the new season, her new season two. And Thanks Sherry, for watching the show. It, it would be nice if you bring us to your show. Like we came and supported your first episode. We would love to sit on the couch with you and promote our show, Sherry Shepard. We love you. We are fans. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Q. Be nice. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, no. you know, I love Sherry. You no, know, me and Al Tootsie Roll with Sherry at the um at the Essence. Oh, that's right. We, last right. we had a real good time with Sherry. Me, Sherry, Cynthia, a few other folks. We love Sherry. Hey, Sherry girl. But she's absolutely right, y'all. She's absolutely right. You, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to belabor the point. Y'all already know how I feel about the sexy rest of the world. But I'm going to tell y'all something. The other night, I was laying in bed, and I had a change of heart when it comes somewhat to some of the these new artists. Picture this, right? So, so let's just take Sexy Red. She is somebody who was not going to make it the traditional way, right? She's she's not giving college bound, gonna go, you know, become, you know, some executive at Xerox or whatever the case may be. Could you, you know, I think sometimes when we speak on these people, we speak from such a position of privilege and here is why. Could you imagine coming from an environment where you never thought you'd have a Benz, never thought you'd have a big house, you know, you, nobody around you has ever had anything. All you see is poverty and, and, and destitution. And then it's like, 
bam, you find this lick or you find this gimmick that now makes it possible for you to have all of these things people like you probably would never have or the world says you shouldn't have. And I think it, approaching people like Sexy Red and the Sukiana from that lens allows me mm. to be a little more softened when approaching them because that that that's really what it is with Sexy Red. Um, she wouldn't have made she wouldn't have been able to make the type of money she's making any other way. You know, you you can you can look at her and tell what type of family she probably comes from. Um, and, and I think that's why, you know, people like her get stuck in this rabbit hole doing things like this. You know, I, I, we, it's easy to blame her, right? It's easy, but then we don't know her upbringing. We don't know how she came up, all that stuff, her hardships, all that kind of stuff. I have to look at our society as a whole though, because she made a song that was just going to be a thing on YouTube, which she said, my pee is pink. My booty hole is brown. And it was so ridiculous that everybody shared it and people loved it. And Nicki Minaj saw her and was like, I want to jump on the remix and it elevated her and she blew the hell up. So she, I, I actually have people I know that know her. Shout out to my girl, L'Oreal that has interviewed her several times. So she loves her authenticity. She has not changed. She is like, she is exactly like the girls where she grew up and there's an audience for that. My thing is the, the, it's us, the society, the, the consumers, we are buying that. We that's what we like. We like hearing about someone's booty hole. And yeah, there's a generational thing. Us older, over 40 years old, we're like, wait, what? But you know, that's kind of like where we're heading right now as a society. So sometimes I gotta think, do we blame the consumer or the person that's the selling? We sell the the drug addict or is it or is it the addicts? I mean the drug addict or the drug dealer. You know what I mean? So I think she's making the best of her situation. Is it my cup of tea? No, I'd rather not know about the color of your booty hole. It's really none of my business. <laughs> I'm with Sherry too. Sherry, we are available for the new season of your show. We to come on down to New York and be on the couch with you. All right, y'all. A uh, California woman is opening up about a rare condition that prevents her from being around water. The chronic illness, um, man, really? I can't pronounce that. Um, it's a water allergy she developed at the age of eight. Uh, Tessa Hanson Smith said, I would come out of showers and have huge welts on my skin and my scalp would be bleeding after showering. So the first thing we did was, okay, let's take away your shampoos and conditioners and soaps. Uh, what are your thoughts on this rare condition that I, it's super hard to even say? What do y'all think about this? I'd love you to water. It's a sad way to live. You know, I, I, I was just worried about her cleanliness. And she said that she used moist towelettes and things of that sort. Um, but it's got to suck. And, and just so the soulmates know, she also has issues ingesting water as well. It's, this has got to be a nightmare to live in. Jesus Christ, Al. Yeah, this has to be one of the worst allergies ever. And what is her sex life like? Like, if you can't clean up after sex, like, do you have a sex life? Or, oh, wait, maybe she can bathe in milk cube because she they talked about she's not allowed to drink water, but she is allowed to drink milk. So maybe she can bathe in milk because I, I and I feel more comfortable now because you've got to put some soap on that. Those high milk is sticky, those high stinky areas. Hey, you would, it's like taking a bath in like salt water, like the, the stickiness. Even skim milk. Mm -hmm. I, I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, damn, there's no jokes to be made about that. That's just yeah. a trap. Look, we try to be serious. Look, it ain't gonna work. Look, look everybody. Hey, I want to thank Elle Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing the damn thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube and always support 
Uh, stay tuned for Foxhole Faceoff. This was so fun being back with y'all. We're going to do it right one more time. Like, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye, y'all. My soulmates. All right, soulmates. Glad you're back, Claudia.